You, my friend, are listening to the Happy Hearthstone, the longest-running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. It's been a while since we've heard my voice in this medium, but I'm happy to be back on this occasion of Fractured in Altrac Valley. We're going to break this apart into two pieces so that it's a little bit more digestible and also make it easier for me to get the patrons their early access Hello, you are listening to episode 220 of the Happy Hearthstone, the longest-running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. Before we get into it, though, I wanted to talk a little bit about the elephant in the room. I realize this is my first time creating a podcast in about five months now, uh, thinking that I was going to be back at that point, but obviously I was not. I've been struggling with a couple of mental health-related issues, and uh, including some time in the hospital, and that caused me to miss a set release. And then things kind of spiraled from there, where once I missed the United and Stormwind um, expansion, I know that these are some people's favorite episodes, uh, then it just became easy to to convince myself that I didn't need to stream. But I really want to. Um, and so hopefully, fingers crossed, new minds and medicines can help me stay focused uh, and do this more often. So thank you for all of you who stood by me, and even those that kept their uh, subscriptions going despite the delay. Uh, special thanks to Noodle Swoop, Ridiculous Hat, Beef Squatch, and James W. I also wanted to call out Number Theory, because he's been a longtime producer of the show, and even though he's dropped his sponsorship, uh, he really did a lot for the show uh, since its beginning. So if you see him, hug him for me, and let him know that he's really appreciated. For everyone else who's unsubscribed, uh, I also appreciate you and the time that you put in. I know it may take a little while to re-earn your trust, but uh, hopefully we'll be able to do that moving forward. As this is the Happy Hearthstone podcast, I'll start off uh, just talking a little bit about something that's been making me happy lately, and that would be the mantra. I learned in hospital that that's a good way to meditate and, and found one that really spoke to me. Uh, that mantra is... Every moment is a new moment, and that kind of reminds me of all the things that I've been shirking over the last five months. It doesn't really matter. You can still recover from it by starting a moment at a time. And if you can't give your best for one moment, you'll have another opportunity to do it later. And I'm really applying that to this podcasting uh, because it has been neglected, but I can get it started again and hopefully build the trust back for everybody listening here today. Knowing that a lot of Things happened uh, since the last time I uh, spoke to you all. We've had a set release. We've had the release of mercenaries, some changes in the battlegrounds, some holiday events and things like that. Believe it or not, those are all things I'd like to go back and uh, redo. But we're taking that new moment uh, to start up Happy Hearthstone again with a card review of the latest set, Fractured in Alterac Valley. A few caveats. I have not yet looked at all the cards in the set, just kind of followed along on Twitter as things are being announced. So this is largely going to be a reaction podcast. Those seem to be popular in other formats like on YouTube and um, some of the others. Second caveat is that I have uh, some short-term memory problems that are currently happening. So I'll try to catch myself on most of them and edited out, but there might be some strange pauses or weird tangents that I end up taking. Don't worry about it. It's uh, We'll get a doctor's excuse for it if we need to. 
So let's just jump right in. Uh, Fractured in Alterac Valley. First off, we've got the uh, Demon Hunter. A four mana spell flanking maneuver, which summons a 4-2 demon with rush. Uh, if it dies this turn, summon another. Seems pretty strong. It's easy removal, possibly multiple removals. Or could be removal and a minion. So there's a couple good things going for it. It's at the right price point, I think, too. Next up is the Battleworn Vanguard. It's a two mana 2-2 two, two with the ability after your hero attacks, summon 2-1-1 one, one fell wings. It feels a little bit like Blizzard's been trying to make token Demon Hunter a thing, and it hasn't been really strong or prevalent in uh, on ladder for for the most part, but definitely get some play in uh, duels or even arena. The effect is not difficult to trigger. Uh, you just have a hero power and you're good to go. As I've been talking about it, I'm actually feeling a lot more confident that this is going to see play. Um, just you can have permanent generation of small minions. So we'll see. Maybe this is finally the time when the token Demon Hunter makes its impact on ladder. Next up is a hero card for Demon Hunter, Kurtris Demon Render. He's a six mana with a battle cry to summon two one four demons with rush. And the new hero power then becomes Ash Fallen Fury, which uh, gives plus two attack this turn after friendly minion attacks refresh this. So you get a little bit extra... Uh, face damage. So I'm thinking we're going to go see uh, aggro Demon Hunter here uh, become making a comeback. Next, we have a Sigil of Reckoning. It's a five mana fell sigil. Uh, at the start of your next turn, summon a random demon from your hand. Now this one could be really good, especially as some big Demon Hunter decks did infiltrate the meta this past uh, this past meta. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this one plays. At five, it might be a little bit too risky to throw in um, but you're going to only have good big minions in your deck or demons in your deck anyway the Urzul Giant is a 13 mana 8-8 eight, eight demon that costs one less for each friendly minion that died this game so this is another support for token demon hunter the deck itself seems slow but this might be enough uh, you get enough things killed early on and that can be a, a bit of an early 8-8 eight, eight, and it's a demon so it can be summoned from other ways as well I like it. Dread Prison Glaive is a weapon, uh, one mana, one three, with honorable kill. Deal damage equal to your hero's attack to the enemy hero. So this is our first honorable kill. All that basically means is that you kill it with for exact damage. You don't hit it over uh, when it dies. As we're going face, uh, as those of us that play mostly aggro decks, I can see trying to make this ping through a taunt or something like that. But honestly, I don't feel it's that strong. Because it's only one attack, uh, and there are many ways to boost your attack. It's not just saying the attack rating of your uh, weapon. It's just going to be hard to use consistently, and it feels like it could be a dead card in hand for a lot of situations. Field of Strife is a two-mana rare uh, spell. Your minions have plus one attack, lasts three turns. Again, we're going back and looking at how we might be able to get a... Demon Hunter with tokens uh, to work. This is another support of that. Get a bunch of 1-1s, boost them for three turns as you continue to generate them. Could be difficult for the opponent to deal with. Caria Felsoul is a legendary 6-mana um, 6-6 six, six, with Battlecry transform into a 6-6 six, six copy of a demon in your deck. 
I'm pretty sure this is going to see play and make the demon hunter or the big demon hunter work a little bit better. Then the demon pool is pretty good now too. Warden of Chains is a rare four mana minion with taunt and a battle cry. If you're holding a demon that costs five or more, gain plus one, plus two. I feel like these are definitely making the big demon hunter work more. Uh, so it sounds like they're kind of going two different directions with demon hunter uh, in this one. And I'm not sure which one's going to be better. I'd side on big demon hunter though. Flag runner is a three mana common minion with a one six. Uh, whenever a friendly minion dies, gain plus one attack. So this one has to be on the board when they die. It's got a decent amount of health for a low cost. In Token Demon Hunter, you'll absolutely see this. Um, on Big Demon Demon Hunter, probably not worth the slot. Moving on to Druid. The Heart of the Wild is a common three mana spell. Give a minion plus two plus two, then give your beasts plus one plus one. It seems like Blizzard's been pushing this idea of Beast Druid for a while now, and maybe this is enough support to start that. It's a decent stat straight on the board, uh, and then a possible additional boost, kind of like the Murlocs got a couple expansions ago. I'm not sure if it makes the cut for any of the current decks that you'll see on ladder, um, but there should be enough of a shakeup that we'll see some people at least experimenting with this one. Pride Seeker is a rare three mana two four with the battle cry. Your next choose one card costs two less. In the old quest druid meta, then this would have been really killer. But right now, I think the choose one cards aren't really something that you want to build around. Though there has been a little bit more support in some of the other sets. So maybe in wild, you can tinker with it and make it fun. Wing Commander Mulverick is a legendary 4-mana 2-5 with Rush and Honorable Kill to summon a 2-2 Wyvern with Rush. This kind of sits at a rough uh, mana cost for doing the curve uh, for me. Um, it's definitely a way to keep tokens on your board, so token druids still got some momentum. So we'll have to see how the early expansion goes on whether it's too slow or just right. Claw Flurry Adept is a common 2-mana two 2-3 two, beast with a battle cry. Give all other friendly characters plus one attack this turn. This is definitely going into uh, any aggro deck uh, as it's decent stats for the cost and that's a really incredible extra ability. And it's a beast so you could maybe start that beast druid conversation again. Pathmaker is a rare 3-mana three 3-4 three, minion with a battle cry. Cast the other choice from the last choose one spell you've cast. We talked about it a little bit before. The choose one seems to be a relatively recent thing um, that they introduced with the, the quests. So going back to wild and enjoying those quests again, or just putting it in the deck that you run just a few of the choose one spells and you can you know get some extra value out of this well-statted minion for the price. Capture Cold Tooth Mind is an epic two mana spell with choose one. Draw your lowest card cost or draw your highest card cost. Now this one really kind of pushes home some of the other strategies that we've seen from the Druid. Makes it a little bit cheaper, um, but still not, not sure if there's enough support for choose one heavy decks anyway. Frostworth Kennels is a three mana spell. A rare spell. At the end of your turn, summon a 2-2 wolf with stealth. It lasts three turns. So that's uh, decent stats for the cost and renewal of minions. Uh, just have to play around it a little bit to make sure you have that 
empty space for the wolf. Um, I do think this will see play, especially if the token versions come out. The Frost Saber Matriarch is a beast, 7 mana, 4, 5 with taunt. Costs 1 less for each beast you summoned this game. Now, unlike the giant and the demon hunter, I think this one is really great and you're going to get it for pretty cheap. Uh, especially since there seems to be enough support for a, for a beast druid deck now. So, curious to see what comes up. We'll have to ask Frying Kraken. Dire Frostwolf is a common 4-mana four 4-4 four, four beast with stealth and death rattle. Summon a 2-2 two, two wolf with stealth. Again, really push it on the, the token part of this. Um, you know, you'll never run out of minions if you follow that path in, uh, in the Druid nowadays. At least I know I'll be trying a beast deck uh, just to see how it works out for me. Wild Heart Guff is a legendary 5-mana hero card. With Battlecry, set your maximum mana to 20 and gain a mana crystal and draw a card. So it's kind of like a mini ultimate infestation. The new hero power then becomes Nurture, which is a choose one, draw a card, or gain a mana crystal. It's a decent effect for the cost, um, as well as switching to potentially a more useful hero power. I believe that he'll be played because a lot of people just like the character Guff, and so it'll be kind of cool to interact as him. But I'm afraid that he's just going to be a little slow to come out, even though the effect is really good, even at 5 mana. It just uh, I feel like it doesn't have quite the synergies yet. You might try it in a choose one deck, uh, especially just for achievements or whatnot, but um, I'm not seeing the power of this guy so much. Moving right along, we're into the Hunter class now. Ice Trap is an epic 2-mana frost spell, uh, which is a secret. When your opponent casts a spell, return it to their hand instead. It costs one more. That's always very disruptive. It's kind of like a counterspell in some ways, even though it comes back to their hand. Now they have to pay one extra for it. I think that's uh, decent. It basically loses a turn for the person. As a secret, it's kind of important to time it right, but uh, just this being potentially in the pool uh, should make people play around it, which could be good for you. So I see it being used in many situations, although I'm not sure what it would replace. Stormpike Battle Ram is a rare 4-mana four 4-3 four, beast with Rush and a Death Rattle. Your next beast costs 2 less. There's already been a lot of support for Beast Hunter. I think that this kind of slides in and maybe uh, as a secondary or tertiary uh, hunter deck. Mountain Bear is a 7-mana 5-6 beast with taunt and death rattle. Summon two 2-4 two, cubs with taunt. So uh, even more support for the Beast Hunter deck. And this comes with the really cute cubs as well. So if you want the cute stuff, you've got to play Mountain Bear. Beast Stalker Tavish is a hero card for six mana uh, with a battle cry of Discover and cast two improved secrets. Discover is pretty good, uh, as are the things that you can um, discover. Uh, improved Explosive Trap basically deals three damage instead of two. Freezing Trap makes it cost four more to return to the hand, or when it's returned to the hand. Improved Pack Tactics summons two minions instead of just one. And his hero power becomes summon an animal companion, so he's sure to always have beasts. Spring the Trap is an epic 4-mana spell. Deal 3 damage to a minion and cast a secret from your deck. Honorable Kill, you'll cast 2 secrets from your deck. Secret Hunter is getting a lot of support here. I'm kind of excited to try something a little more 
Trapsy. Ram Tamer is a common 3-mana 4-3 if you control a secret game plus 1 plus 1 as stealth. Again, more support for Secret Hunter. So I'm interested if that becomes one of the new Hunter meta decks. Revive Pet is a rare 3-mana nature spell. Discover a friendly beast that died this game and summon it. Now that sounds like more beast support. I think it's going to be Beast and Secrets now as we get through a little bit further. So we'll see a lot of beasts between them and Druid, or Hunter and Druid. Wing Commander Itchman is a 9-mana 5-4 spell. Uh, with battle cry, summon a beast from your deck and give it rush. If it kills a minion this turn, repeat. So that's a quick way to get big beasts out. I'll definitely tinker with it, but he's a little bit slow for a 5-4. Dune Baldar Bunker is a 2-mana rare spell. Uh, at the end of your turn, draw a secret and set its cost to 1. Lasts 3 turns. So easy way to get those secrets out of your decks and into your hands. Always a good thing to draw. Bloodseeker is a... Common 2-mana two 2-2 two, two weapon with honorable kill gain plus 1 plus 1. So if you are killing the minions exactly, then this will just get, become a really big knife. I'm excited to try this out. It just seems like fun. I, I know it's going to be hard to get the honorable kills, especially as the weapon itself gets bigger, but I'm eager to see if there's ways to abuse this. Moving on to Mage. First up, we have Arcane Brilliance. It's a 4-mana arcane spell. Add a copy of a 7, 8, 9, and 10 cost spell in your deck to your hand. Not sure how I feel about this one. It's early to draw a bunch of high cost spells. Um, and you probably don't have a lot of those in your deck anyway because it, games are going so fast. But I'm sure that there's going to be ways you can build your deck to take care of this. Personally, I don't really see it seeing a lot of play. Those 7, 8, 9, and 10 cost cards clog up your hand when you have a, potentially a lot of draw in in Mage. Shivering Sorceress is a 1-mana 2-2. Two, two. Um, Battlecry, reduce the cost of highest cost spell in your hand by 1. I guess that has some, some synergies with Arcane Brilliance, but uh, I'm not sure that it's necessarily worth it. Maybe they've encapsulated all of that type of deck into this so we'll see if i change my mind after we review a few more cards amplified snow flurry is a two mana two three elemental with a battle cry your next hero power costs zero and freezes the target so another way to reduce your hero power maybe do a hero power mage again and uh freezing the target's always a good thing right rune of the archmage is an epic nine mana spell cast 20 mana worth of mage spells at enemies this will be the nine card that you draw from your deck uh, if you go that route. But I still think it's awfully slow. Um, and with the meta still being aggro and usually starting of a new meta is also very aggro dependent, you're probably not getting there to clean this up. Unless there's a way to, uh, to reduce its cost more than just one. Magister Dawngrasp is a hero card in eight mana. With a battle cry, recast a spell from each spell school you've cast this game. It's going to fit right in with the um, request from the last set, so you're definitely going to be getting some recasts from the three different schools that you run for uh, the quest. The, your new hero power will be called Arcane Burst. It's a hero power, deal one damage, honorable kill, gain plus two damage. Mass Polymorph is an epic 7-mana arcane spell. Transform all minions into 1-1 one, one sheep. 
Now, this could be a fun one for sure and can be used in a pinch. It's a little bit expensive for what it's going to do, uh, at least compared to other effects. But I'll be trying to meme with this one anyway. Ice Blood Tower is a rare 10-mana spell. At the end of your turn, cast another spell from your deck. Last three turns. It's a little bit harder to control when it's casting the spells directly from your, your deck. Um, but I'm curious to see if anyone puts this together. Other thoughts are it's a bit slow at 10 mana. Uh, but because it lasts three turns, I don't know. If it's three more things out of your deck, I guess. And we all know that deck thinning is another good way to make sure that you have the best cards drawn. Belinda Stonehearth is another hero card. It's six mana, five, five. Uh, with a battle cry, draw two spells. Swap their costs with this minion's stats. So I guess you're swapping them for fives. Um, and if you have those bigger spells in your deck, that would make a lot of sense to play this uh, to get things out a little bit faster. Still not sure that's fast enough, but we'll see. Build a Snowman is a rare three mana frost spell. Summon a three three snowman that freezes and add build a snow brute to your hand. Now build the stone brute then is a six mana spell. Summon a six, uh, frost spell. Summon a six six snow brute that freezes. Add build a snow brute to your hand. So when you build the snow brute, you summon a six six snow brute that freezes and add build a snogger to your hand. The snogger then is summon a nine nine snogger that freezes. So a lot of good choices there. Siphon mana is a common two mana. Arcane spell, deal two damage with honorable kill, reduce the cost of spells in your hand by one. So I guess we are going off of uh, some more discounts for mage that they've seen pretty good success with over the past few years. So maybe I'm wrong, maybe a big spell mage will come back uh, with all this reduction. Moving along to Paladin. First up, we have the Cavalry Horn. It's a common 5-mana 3-2 weapon uh, with the Death Rattle, summon the lowest cost minion in your hand. I actually don't really like this. At five cost, uh, there's better things that you can play. Uh, if you're doing hand buff, which seems to be the more popular deck, at least when, at least at the MMR that I'm at, I just don't think you want to summon it from your hand for free. I think you want to build it up or uh, get the battle cry out of it. So not thinking that we're going to see too much of this one. There's other better weapons um, for Pally. Hold the Bridge is a three mana holy spell. Give a minion plus two plus one and divine shield. It gains lifesteal until the end of the turn. So it's a quick heal for Paladin if they need it. But I feel like they have enough with uh, other cards that this one may not make the cut. Drawing is more important. Kind of fits that same um, itch. Protect the Innocent is a rare five mana spell. Summon a five five defender with taunt. If your hero was healed this turn, summon another. So heal Pally make a return, am I feeling? Stone Hearth Vindicator is a th epic three mana three one with a battle cry. Draw a spell that costs three or less. It costs zero this turn. Tutor is always a good thing. You get spells. You can even manipulate that a bit. Um, I don't think it's as powerful as the one that draws a minion, but depending on how you set up your deck, maybe you are playing Secret Paladin again. Vitality Surge is a common two mana holy spell. Draw a minion, restore health to your hero equal to its cost. So yeah, this is definitely giving some heal pally vibes at the moment. 
Brasswing is an epic 8-mana 9-7 dragon. At the end of your turn, deal 2 damage to all enemies. Honorable kill, restore 4 health to your hero. Guessing that means that all of the uh, enemies can also restore 4 health to your hero if you kill them all uh, the same. So that's uh, pretty interesting. 2 damage combined with some unknown amount of health uh, returns to you. Seems pretty strong. Maybe I could definitely see dabbling in this and seeing how you can improve it. And it's a persistent um, ability. So at the end of each turn, you can potentially be killing off your opponent's minions and restoring health to your hero. Seems pretty good. A little late, but uh, if you can get to that point, he's going to be a game changer. Sidan the Scarlet is a legendary 3-2 with Rush. Whenever this minion gains attack or health, double that amount. So he'll be getting... Uh, and it's wherever it is. So it includes in the hand or in the deck feed, potentially. So that seems very good with your hand buff uh, pally that I've been playing a lot and enjoying. Templar Captain is a rare 8-mana eight 8-8 eight, eight with Rush. After this attacks a minion, summon a 5-5 five, five defender with Taunt. So you get a decent body with some additional bodies. Seems pretty strong as well, uh, especially since one of them is Taunt. Uh, I think there are eight mana. There's not very many slots to fill there, so um, just have to be a little bit more careful about what you're throwing in. Uh, but I can see him taking a present in the meta. The Dune Balder Bridge is a rare four mana spell. After you summon a minion, give it plus two, plus two, it lasts three turns. So this is that weapon on steroids a bit, uh, giving you some nice sized minions. Late Forged Cariel is a legendary 7-mana hero card with the battle cry deal 2 damage to all enemies and equip a 2-5 immovable object. The immovable object is a 7-mana 2-5 weapon uh, that doesn't lose durability. The hero takes half damage rounded up. Uh, and the new hero power is the Blessing of Queens. It gives a random minion in your hand plus 4 plus 4. Definite hand buff. Uh, pally staple. We will see that. Now we are up to Priest. First off, we have Bless. It's a rare two-cost holy spell. Give a minion plus two health, then set its attack to be equal to its health. I think this card's going to be pretty crazy. Agro Priest made a bit of a headway in the last set. Priest, so this really makes those, some of those early minions a lot bigger and a lot harder to deal with. I, I'm actually really looking forward to putting this in my aggro deck. It's just a shame that it's not Shadow Spell. And even though it's kind of neutral as far as spell schools go, and I think it should work like that, but I have tested and know that any neutral spell schools count against the requirement for Benedictus. Still, I think that aggro can hold its own even without that. I don't tend to use my hero power until after my hand is completely empty. So if I could find ways to keep it more full, uh, that would be preferable than running Benedictus anyway. Uh, so I think we'll see some play. Lightforged Cariel is an epic 7 mana uh, with a battle cry deal 2 damage to all enemies. Equip a 2-5 immortal object or immovable object. The Im the Immovable object is a 7-mana weapon for 2-5 that doesn't lose durability. Heroes take half damage rounded up. So you can protect yourself a little bit uh, as well as uh, use it for attacking. Uh, your hero power then becomes give a random minion in your hand plus 4 plus 4. That's called Blessing of Queens. That seems really strong. This card is going in most of the Paladin decks, I would assume. 
Bless is a two-mana holy uh, rare spell. Uh, give a minion plus two health, then set its attack to be equal to its health. Definitely helps out those uh, faster comps that try to throw out heavy bodies early on. And this gets them up with, in attack as well. And it's something that's been kind of missing since Inner Fire left. Uh, so curious to see how this works in my aggro deck as well. Gift of the Naru is an epic one-mana holy spell. Restore three health to all characters. If any are still damaged, draw a card. Now, one mana for a draw card is a pretty good effect, I would think. Restoring health to all characters, meaning yourself and all minions, uh, and also your opponents, uh, you might still be able to time this so that you get the most benefit out of it when it doesn't really even help your opponent. Um, so... This is going to see some play. Some, a lot of it's going to be through being discovered, though, rather than uh, run main deck, I would think. Um, but we'll see. The Luminous Geode is a 1-4 elemental for 2 mana. After a friendly minion is healed, give it plus 2 attack. So it has a lot of synergy with the Gift of the Naru. I might be able to take advantage of those cheap minions that have big health totals uh, like Priest has. This can consistently make them bigger. Definitely going to be a part of my aggro deck, though fair warning, it's never worked for me. Stormpike Aid Station is a three mana spell, rare. Uh, at the end of your turn, give your minions plus two health and last three turns. So you get three turns of throwing out as many minions as you can and then giving them plus health, which you can then buff again. Uh, I think this is going to be... This is going to be really helpful. We can remove some of the shadow stuff that we were only using because Benedictus was in it and uh, add this to an aggro build. Spirit Guide is a 5-mana common 5-5 five five with Taunt and a Death Rattle. Draw a Holy Spell and a Shadow Spell. So we still have some shadow, obviously, um, just because that does extra damage for those of us trying to make it in aggro. But if you get to draw them, draw is something that... Priest is severely lacking, so this is really good. You get to tutor for two different um, spell types. Deliverance is a three-mana holy common spell. Deal three damage to a minion. Honorable kill, summon a new 3-3 three, three copy of it. So you can start stealing your opponent's minions just by killing them honorably. This will definitely see play, and I'll definitely be trying it in aggro, uh, but it's a direct damage to a minion which helps you get past some taunts for some things that uh, like druid is messing around with definitely sees play i'm just not sure uh, if it's in the aggro deck or not because it's so targeted Zyrella the devout is a hero um new hero it's an eight mana with a battle cry trigger the death rattle of every friendly minion that died this game so if you add a few death rattles that makes a lot of sense the uh the hero power then becomes restore five health and flip each turn. Uh, on the other side is void spike, which is deal five damage and flip each turn. So super powerful effect that means that you don't even need to worry about the, the death rattles being too huge. Uh, just because the void spike and holy touch will be enough. Najak Hexen is a legendary 4-mana 1-4 with a battle cry, take control of an enemy minion, and a death rattle of give the minion back. Kind of like Old Man from the Sea from the magic sets. So you get control. As soon as uh, they kill it, they get it back. But you can obviously do things before to make sure that they don't get anything back. 
I kind of like this card, but I think it's going to be frustrating to play against, especially at such a low cost uh, and because it's not random. So they can target exactly what you don't want them to take. Regardless, I think you'll see a lot of him just because it's such a powerful effect. The only time or the only way I wouldn't see that is if there's spell heavy um, meta that comes out of this. So far, I haven't seen anything that would indicate that, but but you do need your enemies to have some minions in order for that to work. Undying Disciple is a rare 6-mana 3-7 with taunt. Death Rattle, deal damage equal to this minion's attack to all enemy minions. So there's ways that we can buff him when he's on the field. So I think that this guy is going to get pretty big pretty quick and could be a finisher. He comes in as a 3-7 for 6, which isn't great stats on its own, but 7, uh, seven health should keep him alive long enough that you can boost his, his hero and... Uh, Make sure that he, when he dies, he takes everything with him. Shadow Word Devour is an epic shadow spell for one mana. Choose a minion. It steals one health from all other minions, so including your own. Uh, so it might be a way to get rid of some things uh, if you can get their health down to one, um, which you have plenty of tools to do in Priest. I'm not sure if it's going to be put in any decks, though. I might expect it to be more one that would just be discovered and you can judge your void state at that time to see if it's worth it but so you'll see it but maybe not uh main deck as mentioned at the outset we are breaking this review apart in two spaces this is about the halfway point and i do appreciate everyone who's been listening uh who shares the happy hearthstone with their friends and connecting through my twitter and discord channels we do have a patreon page where you can sign up for some key perks but i realize i still have some trust to earn back first much love, everyone.